It's a hockey show for you, the best fans in the AHL. Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Pathfinder Bank, Slocum Dixon Medical Group, and by Labatt Blue. Holding the puck, surveying the zone. Middle of the ice, Uolavi with a shot. It's tipped, knocked in, and they score! Zach McEwen out of the air, puts the Comets on top. 1-0 Utica. It's the second time in as many nights we've seen one whacked straight out of the air in front of the goal. This time it was McEwen sending the Utica faithful who traveled 50 minutes west to Syracuse to their feet. And the Comets are ahead. Back for Carconi. Turns, fires, tip, they score! I think it was Archibald. And if it was, it's a new record. The question is, did it go off a crunch or did it bang in off Archibald? Throwing over to Yashik, left side. Chance here, Yashik to Cyphers. Him with a shot and he scores! What a play! Cyphers to Yashik, back to Cyphers, who rips it top corner, and the Comets are back up by two. It's time to go top shelf at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Rain Man and Scoop. Yes, indeed, it is. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill, Utica Comets Insider, 94.9 K-Rock from the Bat Blue Slocum Dixon and Pathfinder Bank, as you just heard. We are here tonight with defenseman number five, undrafted, by the way, Jalen Chatfield. Let's say hello, Jalen. How are you? Good, good. I'm doing good. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. I have to start off right off the bat when you heard some of the highlights. You've got to wonder, does Cole ever take you guys to the batting cage? Because there's three guys that have yeah. swatted a puck in this year already out of midair and to score I noticed a goal. them being very careful not to get that stick too high. They're, they're really paying attention, you know. Is it below the top crossbar? Yeah, top the crossbar, It's yeah. not the shoulders, it's the crossbar. It's the crossbar, yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of good, you know, skilled players on our team that can make that happen. And, you know, we're seeing it earlier in the year right now. Is that something that you practice, or is it just some, some guys oh, yeah. have the hand-eye coordination? It's definitely a little bit of both, but, like, after practice, a lot of guys, you know, were sitting in front of the net, and you take shots on them, they're practicing, you know, doing that exact goal that, you know, you've seen McEwen score last game. What are, what are some of the other unique skills like that, a little bit different, that you don't see normally within the game that guys work on? I'm curious to know that. Um, if you just, uh, you know, you watch the game, you watch a lot of guys, you know, pick up a lot of passes, you know, that are at their skates or, you know, behind them or in front of them or, you know, even like getting a shot off from a different angle. Just those little, you know, plays like that, little skills that you might not notice, you know, play a big part in them. How often do you practice maneuvering the puck with the skates? Because it's so important to be able to do that. Um, you know, you, you honestly get that practice just, you know, by being online because, you know, every sure. now and then a guy is going to throw a pass at your skates and, you know, you react to it and you try to, you know, catch it and make a play. So uh, you spent a lot of time in Windsor with the Spitfires. I wanted to ask you about the Vancouver Canucks prospect who you played with in goal, Michael DiPietro. You had a nice little Memorial Cup run there. Uh, that was pretty exciting as well. Oh, yeah. Um, that was uh, two years ago now. It seems like it was just yesterday. But, you know, we had a you know, really good team as my third and final year playing in Windsor. And, you know, I was able to, you know, win a championship Memorial Cup, which is, you know, one of the biggest, you know, things to do in junior hockey is win that. And, you know, like you said, I got to play with Mikey. He was tremendous for us. And um, he's still there. Oh, yeah. He's got um, one more year before he can turn pro this year. And, and year. describe his play, uh, his, his goaltending. Um, he's in, uh, I think he's a quick goalie. He makes those big saves. You know, you definitely see him, you know, jump and make a backdoor play by, you know, jumping across and saving it with his skate or just making a quick reaction play. And he's, a, he's an unreal goalie and he shows it. 
he's going to be the Thatcher Demko here after oh, Thatcher yeah. eventually ends up where we all know he's going in Vancouver, maybe with a little bit more seasoning this year. You describe yourself, Jalen Chatfield is along with us here on Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock, a very, a very chill guy off of the ice. But in seeing some of the pictures when you lifted the Memorial Cup, uh, you weren't very chill in those pictures, man. That was pure elation <laughs> and excitement, having fun, winning a championship. Take us back to that time that's got to feel fantastic. Is that the most prestigious thing that you've done in your hockey career thus far? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, honestly, growing up, I didn't really win too much. I always played on, you know, a team that, you know, wasn't winning games, weren't that good. And, you know, that was the first championship, you know, the big one that I've ever won and it was the craziest thing ever honestly to say and um, a lot of guys on my team would say that you know just all the memories and all that going back to it you know just how close I am with a lot of the guys and how winning a championship really brings you together and you know just you know I'm trying to get back to that point again in my life is it it's like a bond a friendship bond for life with those guys too I mean that's did you catch up during this past summer after your first season in the American Hockey League with some of those guys? Maybe yeah, a golf yeah. course or something like that? Just, yeah, I've seen a lot of the guys, whenever they shoot in town or I'm around there, you know, I'll hit them up and, uh, you know, get together, go get a lunch or something and, you know, just talk and see how each other's doing. And um, just pretty much like that, I'm keeping in touch with a lot of the guys just, you know, just to show how close we are. We're Things away from hockey, though, right? What, what else do you do? What do you guys do when you get together? Um, you know, just like you said, we go out, go off, maybe, uh, you know, just hang out, go on the lake, get on a boat or something, you know, not do too much. Depends whether, you, um, you know, where you're seeing, no matter whatever you're doing. Where's, where's home for you? Is it back in Michigan? Um, no, I, last year I lived in, uh, last summer I lived in Windsor with my girlfriend. My you, parents moved to Florida, so there's really nowhere for me to go in Michigan. I'm not going to go to Florida, you know, just for the hockey, you know, that training. So I thought staying in Windsor and being there was a great setup for me and everything. Your girlfriend's name is Drew, right? Yep. And she's here now? Yeah, she's uh, she's at uh, back at home right now. And she, But she stayed home last year, so that had to be... Tr- you're, you're transitioning the American Hockey League. You're transitioning and not having, you, you know, your life partner with you for that first year. Well, it's year. weird to be away from family and, and girlfriends and, and the girlfriends. Family's in Florida. That's, a, that's an adjustment. Or were you hyper-focused on hockey and getting that first season with the comments underway? You know, um, definitely uh, being away from everybody is kind of tough, but, you know, it kind of gets blocked out a little bit by playing hockey and being around the guys every day because, you know, this is, this is our job. We're at the rink usually six, seven days a week. You know, we're playing games, we're on the road, we're traveling. So I get to spend a lot of time with them, which, you know, helps me out a lot because, you know, when I go home, usually, like last year, I was alone. So, you know, you got to kind of hang out outside the rink to find something to do. But this year, you know, I got her every day, and she's helping me, uh, you know, with the adjustment of cooking and cleaning and doing everything at home. She cooking for you? Oh, yeah, the best. What's she cooking? Uh, just anything that's really on her mind. She's been trying out um, new dishes, you know, looking online and just. She go to Pinterest. What's that? Yeah, I think so. She's doing <laughs> all every, that. Yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Rain goes to Pinterest too. Wh- where do you guys go, Scoop? I'm sure you want to know this too, Scoop. Everybody has their favorite places in Utica, especially when they get settled in here. And this is your second season here. So, where have you tried? Have you gone out anywhere and tried anywhere? Um. Yeah. I mean, the mall. I mean, what do you mean? Are you, are you really more of a homebody, though? Or, yeah, you, honestly. You don't go out a lot? Or? Well, last year I didn't even have a car, so I was taking Ubers everywhere, honestly. So I just usually go home and just hang out there, you know, cook and, you know, let the day go by and wait for another day. So your first trip to the mall was when she got in town and made you go to the mall, right? Other <laughs> no, than that, I, went, I mean, I went a couple times, you know, last year to get uh, Halloween and all that. So... So you, uh, what are you going to dress up as this year? Any plans for that? Is she going to make you dress up? Are you going to do yeah, anything? Yeah, she ordered something online. I don't even know. Uh-oh. I don't know. 
You're going to find out the hard way when oh, she yeah. hands it Hopefully to you. Hopefully something good. Hopefully something good. This is Jalen Chatfield, defenseman for the Utica Comets, joining us. Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. We're at the 72 Tavern and Grill once again because of Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. Nice enough to sponsor so we can chat with you. You're undrafted. Scoop, you don't see a lot of guys undrafted making it. And, and here you are. You're a top prospect now in the Vancouver Canucks organization. That's not just my opinion. Read about yourself. I don't know if you ever go online, you read Twitter, or you check out social media, but a lot of people are pegging you to have a, have a career in Vancouver. That's got to feel good. It's got to motivate you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just um, even from the start, like you said, being undrafted, you know, I, I've never got to experience that even from 16, you know, getting drafted into juniors and then getting drafted in NHL. You know, a lot of guys went through both of those and, you know, it's always, you know, kept me, you know, with a chip on my shoulder and want to push to get better and always catch up with these guys. And I think at each age and each as older as I got, I got more mature and understanding the game more and just really just working on my game really just helped me, you know, move all the negative things that were happening and, you know, facing all the adversity that I had to. Yeah. You look like a hungry player out there, and we've watched you grow quite a bit since you got here last year. And I wondered, I mean, you talk, you just talked about the chip on your shoulder. If I were you, and I read that late bloomer stuff that's online all the time, I might have a little uh, chip on my shoulder, might use that to motivate me. Yeah, because you started in, in juniors in the OHL two years later yeah, than most years, players yeah. normally do. You started at about 18. Most guys are in there at 16. If not 17, yeah, yeah. so pretty, yeah. pretty late. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, put that all together for us. So, yeah, I played midget major right before that for two years, and I thought, you know, I had a really good coach there, Chris Corey, and uh, he's been around for a while. And I thought, you know, we had a lot of ice there right after practice or right after school. I'd head right to the rink, and I'd be on the ice for about 45 minutes before even practice started and just really just working on small things in my game. And I think a lot of that extra ice time that I had that year helped me out. And I was fortunate enough to, you know, sign with Windsor and, you know, that brought me to the OHL, which from there, that was a great organization. Who has been, or, or one person, two people, several people, has been the, the most help since you got here in Utica in developing your game? Well, I'd have to definitely say the coaching staff, for sure. All, all of them, they do a great job just with uh, video or just talking to you on ice and just helping you make the little plays. They all know the game really well, and I always listen to them, and that's how I've always been growing up. Every time I've always, you know, want to listen to the coach and take his advice and, you know, play the way that they think is the right way to play and just uh, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, you know, Ags on the back end has been great for me as a D coach. Uh, he's been um, helping me a lot out with my game and just developing because he was in the NHL too. So, you know, just where I want to be. So you're coachable. Yeah. I, you you I, consider yourself a coachable player. Not every yeah, player is. Not every player is. And, and we've actually heard that from, from Ags and from Culler himself who said not all guys are as receptive as others. Yeah, I mean, just 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 gonna take the information that you give how you want. I always try to be a sponge. I always, you know, try to learn something new. I go home and, you know, I watch a hockey game and just try to watch the little plays like you talked about, guys working on. And I think that stuff makes a big part of your game. Do you do you follow and mold your game after maybe some of the veteran guys you're playing with currently? Are there guys in the NHL that you try to that you respect their game and you try to follow, or do you just stay within yourself and focus on that? Um, you definitely got to, you know, stay to yourself a little bit and play the way, you know, you play. You play to your strengths and all that. But, you know, I try to watch, you know, like a lot of the NHLers. I don't just really watch one player. I look at, you know, just the game in general and sure. just how other guys make different plays because a lot of guys are better at other things than others. 
so I try to do that a lot. But you know, honestly, I watched uh, Duncan Keith growing up a lot, mm-hmm. and he was one of my favorites, and uh, so was Nick Lichstrom. Interesting. Uh, so Alex Biega's back. I wanted to ask about that. Having a guy like that who's spent quite a bit of time recently with the Vancouver Canucks. When he walks back into that locker room, he was a former captain here prior to Carter, very respected, beloved in this community, uh, and obviously the the unattainable 110% guy, max effort all the time. W- what do you take away from him? What are conversations with him, or is he just a lead-by-example guy? No, um, I've known him for only a short time, just uh, last year at camp and then this year at camp and then since he's been down. But, you know, he's always been a great guy, always been somebody, you know, to say hey around the rink and everything. And, uh, you know, I heard he was the captain. I just recently found that out. I actually didn't know that. And, um, you know, so it's good to get another leader back. You know, he's a great player, as you said, and I can definitely tell by his game that he gives it 100%. He battles hard, and he's definitely a big help for our team. Details. It's the details, positioning, little things like that, work on the boards. Oh, yeah. Uh, stuff like that that he just he, he's excelled at, I think, personally. Scoot. Will you go home tonight or get together with some of your teammates to watch the Capitals and Canucks tonight, the 10 p.m. start? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if a lot of guys are going to be watching that, but I might. Maybe it takes Ole. Yeah. See what he's doing. Yeah, he's in the same building as me, so I can just head down to his room. It's pretty quick. So, and you guys, you guys can take some notes. I imagine oh, when you yeah, watch with a, with a teammate, you, you, you kind of you, you, you bounce some things off one another that you see. I mean, yeah, I guess you can say that. You know, start talking a little bit of hockey and just, you know, stick to that. <laughs> Jalen Chatfield once again with us on Utica Comets Insider here at 94.9 K-Rocket Scoop and Rain. So Coach Cull was described as a defensive guru. Uh, obviously, he played a long time in this league, in the American Hockey League let alone coaching, obviously with the crunch. And, and so he's quite experienced. What have you taken away from him? This is obviously the beginning of your second year with him. You mentioned uh, Ags, but what about color? Um, he's just, like you said, he is. He's a good coach, in my opinion. You know, I love playing for him. And he, he wants us to play hard. He wants us to compete. He wants us to hit. And, you know, that's the way I like playing as it is. So, you know, playing for him for me has been, you know, pretty easy, pretty simple. He wants you to do your job. But at the same time, he allows you to make your plays that you can make and, you know, play hockey. So I think he's uh, he's great for a lot of the young guys and their development because he's, he's been there part of that. And, and definitely winning games, you know, it's the biggest thing out there. What did you guys say to each other? Maybe what did Color say to you as a team after the 6-1 loss to Rochester to, to motivate you? I mean, I can, I can imagine in some situations you might just burn the tapes, burn the video. But I, I'm sure there's some sort of instructional use that came out of what happened in that experience. And you, you knew you had to stay out of the penalty box. You, you didn't. So what were the conversations after that game about how we go forward? Um, pretty much... Um he let us know you know we got a lot of guys you know in the locker rooms and you know we all got to come ready to play every night this isn't the easy league to win in and you know if you don't show up this is how you're gonna um, play and that's how you're gonna lose so you know you just gotta step your game and bring it every night is it is he is he a yeller or screamer some coaches are are louder than others let's put it that way or is he a little bit more 
kind of maintains or, or his all composure. of the above. Or does he maintain his composure? Are there certain points in time where he's going to get a little louder than yeah, others? I mean, I think he maintains it for the most part. But if if he needs, you know, scream a little bit, I think it's it's right. And you know, we all get a little fired up. And he's a coach. And if we're not playing the right way, I think you know he has the right to scream at us a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Jalen Chatfield joining us. We're going to take a quick break here on Utica Comets Insider. We're down live at the 72 Tavern and Grill, attached right to the Adirondack Bank Center. All because of Labapalu, Slocum, Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. More with Jalen Chatfield, defenseman on your Utica Comets next. Let's go, Comets! Let's saucer pass back to Rayman and Scoop on Comets Insider. You Utica! Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Lamette Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. Available on the K-Rock app. Streaming at krock.com every Monday night at this time from the 72 Tavern and Grill. Our guest, Jalen Chatfield, number five in your program, number one in your hearts. Uh, You have really grown as a player in your time here. You've put in a lot of work, and that's what impresses me uh, about you most, is you've really committed to the process as uh, a former coach here used to like to allude to uh, uh, quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm kind of excited not only for Wednesday night uh, to get another shot at Charlotte, but Friday night to get another shot at Rochester and maybe a little payback. And you've been a little bit banged up recently, yeah. so how you feeling? I'm skated today. I'm just taking it day by day right now. Hopefully I'll be playing, you know, by Wednesday because that's the goal. You know, don't want to miss too many games, but, yeah, I'm a little banged up. Training staff's decision, ultimately, they give you the official thumbs up and the go-ahead. And I know we don't discuss injuries in hockey, upper body, lower body. That's all you get. But in general, you're feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better, yeah. You are definitely, to back up Scoop's point, uh, the hot prospect as far as defensemen in the Vancouver Canucks organization. You're the most surprising uh, following up Troy Stetcher. And let's see, you got guys like Ole or Guillaume. But you're the guy that's catching a lot of attention, not just here on the ice, but the Vancouver media and general manager Ryan Johnson and, and a lot of people that cover the Canucks and, of course, by default, the Comets. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's been a quick rise for you to, to where he, you're. 22 he's years. shaking his head like, I can't. I can't even yeah, think about no. that. i gotta, I got to work on my game and what I'm it's doing the, today. And then tell me to shut up, man. That's fine. <laughs> no, I can take no, it, man. No. But it's, I'm, I know I'm blowing your spot up. But, I mean, you you really made he's, a name for humble. yourself. Yeah, and that's good, though. But you've made a name for yourself. Honestly, I, I guess so. But I really haven't paid too much attention. I just honestly, like he said, I just show up to the you know to work every day just to get better and try to make it to the NHL that's really what I focus on the most I don't really pay attention to the numbers game up in Vancouver or you know what's going on here or injuries arise just try to you know just get my opportunity there so you know I can show them what I can do they're gonna let you know when you're where you're supposed to be if you just keep playing hockey that's really what it amounts yeah that's to. what it comes down to you know I control what you can control so you don't care if you score. You don't care if you get an assist. You just you just win. Just win, baby. Right. That's I mean, the at the end of the day. If you're, you're obviously like getting points, you like scoring. But if you know if I'm going to play good and not get anything, yeah. you know that's all that matters is playing good, and winning the game. What do you consider a well played game then? Um, just doing all the team things right, making guys around you better. You know, I mean, just helping the team out. You know, not doing anything stupid, playing a smart, simple game, and uh, you know, trying to chip in as much as I can. You're very sound defensively, but you also have the ability. You read plays well, and you jump into the rush sometimes. Not all defensemen necessarily do that. Some guys are obviously more defensive defensemen, positionally and things like that. But you're known to jump up into a rush once in a while. 
Yeah, I've been trying to do a lot of that this year, you know, just to help out offensively, you know, don't do anything stupid, don't jump up when I don't need to, but, you know, make the smart, right decision, try to be the, you know, the third, fourth guy up high, and, you know, try to help him make a play up there. More often than not, he's making the right one, Scoop. Who are some of your teammates that you feel you've developed a pretty good chemistry with that you really enjoy getting out there on the ice with because you just seem to click? Um, you know, a lot of the guys, honestly, you know, I like, I enjoy playing with them all. They're all good players. They're all easy to play with. They're all competing hard, just like me. You know, I've been playing with uh, Ole this year, and I thought, you know, he's been unreal to play with. I played with him in um, Pitticton last year and then this year and a little bit at camp and all that. So he's been uh, he's been a great D partner, and he's helped me out. And, I'm, you know, I've been trying to help him out as well. So on, so on a game day like Wednesday, uh, give us a night. Walk us through what the day is like for you. How will you start the day in the morning and then as you approach 7 p.m. the puck drops yeah um start off by waking up at about 8 15 head right over the ring about 8 25 8 30 um we have a meeting at about nine and then we have ice at 10 so we get a little morning skate in nothing longer than 30 minutes and then after that you know hop in the um get in the shower take an ice bath get my legs you know cold and everything and then usually head home to get a uh, pregame and then after that, um, we take a nap. And then at 3.30, I always walk to go get Utica coffee. And then right after that, head right to the rink and get ready for the game. It's that simple, man. Yeah, is I that, got it planned out already. Yeah, it's good. Right there. That's it. Is that's the everyday home game routine. Yeah, pretty much. It doesn't change. What's what, what are the subtle differences when you're on the road? I'm sure people would love to know that because obviously you can't go to the Utica coffee. you got to catch a bus, things like that. And uh, Well, I'm really superstitious at home, but mm-hmm. on the road, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It's Interesting. It doesn't How about ma- that? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just do. I just go with the flow on the road. You just have a specific routine, though, at home that you want to stick well, it's, to. It's a little harder on the road because, you know, you have the team, you know, team pregame meal at a certain time because we're all eating together. You can't eat, you know, usually eat at 1130. Maybe it's at 1230 at the hotel or one, just whatever time works best for us. So it's really not what you can, what I can control, really, pretty much. That's it. This is Jalen Chatfield along for the ride with us on Utica Comets Insider at the 72 Tavern and Grill with 94.9 K-Rock Scoop and Rain, of course. All right, let's back off for a second. I want to know about the four siblings that moved to Florida. Tell us about you, about the brothers and the sisters. Yeah, I got um, one older brother. He's actually back and forth in Michigan. Right? I think he's in Michigan right now. He just had a baby. His girlfriend's there, so that's good for them. And then I got three younger sisters right now enjoying Florida, but you know, it's been a little tough for them because, you know, they're trying to make new friends. You know, they grew up in Michigan and they miss all of them. But, you know, you can't complain when you live five minutes from the beach and, you know, the weather's nice. Yeah, what a difference. That. They've been going to um, Universal Studios and all those places. they got season pass. So, you know, I'm pretty sure they're enjoying themselves as of, as of what I've heard. So you, maybe when the season's over, you go down and visit for a little while? Yeah, last year I went down for almost a month with my girlfriend. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, you like this cold, this cold hockey weather. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much the hockey weather I'm used to, you know, growing up in Michigan, you're used to all this cold snow. You going to get talk them into leaving the the fun and the sun and coming up here to catch a game or two at some point? Oh, uh, yeah, they, they, came up, they came up about two or three times last year. They enjoy it. They went to Toronto a few times. So hopefully, you know, I can get them up here as soon as possible because I know they missed coming to the games. They went to every home game in Windsor because it was right over the border. So, But, you know, if they're not here, they're watching it on, online, so it's still good. Uh, you like that Detroit River as well, I see. Trying to get a few things away from hockey out of you, buddy. Come on. What do you got? You like that's just where you, you hang out and you chill out and all that stuff? The, oh, the river? Yeah. Oh, the pitcher? Oh, in other words, away from the hockey rink. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
you know, if you're not golfing or, you know, usually in the summer you have a lot more time, you know, you're yeah. skating and working out, but, you know, it doesn't take up much every day. So we just try to get out and enjoy the weather because, you know, you're going to be stuck in this for the year. So just getting on the boat, relaxing. I love that. Um, maybe getting on a jet ski and, you know, flying around. It's all fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just staying active, it seems like. You seem to be like an outdoorsy type of guy. Yeah, growing up, actually, um, grew up on a couple acres. We had dirt bikes, all that. Played outside all day. That's all we did. Did you do, outdoor, like, outdoor hockey, frozen pond, things like that? Is that yeah. you learned, or was it a lot at the rink and things like that, too? Um, a lot of the rinks, but, you know, every winter my dad tried to put together a pond, but really couldn't do it. Huh, didn't freeze? No, I don't know. Just, I was too young. Yeah, Jalen Chatfield here with us on 94.9 K-Rock and Utica Comets Insider. So... The sellout streak, did it, what was it like to be a, a part of that team or be a part of an organization that does it for 121 games and counting? Yeah, that's definitely, that's crazy to be, you know, that that many games in a row. You know, you don't think you're a sellout that many times, but, you know, it just shows what kind of organization and what kind of fans that are here in Utica, and it's great to be able to play in front of them each night. You know, they're always loud. They're always yeah. into the game. So it's never a boring night from them, and, you know, we can't take off the gas because of that. I signed the banner. Did you sign the banner, Rain? No, I wasn't able to. I was downstairs. I, you were wor- you were working, so I, had, I was wondering if you got a chance. And I wonder when they're going to hoist it. Yeah, I had to do. I the uh, Dave Andrews, the commissioner of the AHL, was there, and I yeah, was yeah. just a you know no problem. No, just a small interview you had to do there. I had to do that interview, and <laughs> and then we talked to Alex Biega. I got to catch you for one of our intermission reports too. Oh yeah, hopefully it'll be right after you score a goal or something like that. Talk one in and get an interview. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. You, we get to, I, I, I'll brag for you a little bit since you're so humble. That's perfect. Okay, next game. You're uh, done. There you go. Let's there get you that. go. You, get, you rub the bald head for good luck, and, oh, and yeah. I'm telling you, you get one. Yeah, self-described Jalen Jalen Chatfield, uh, a very chill guy, and for sure, you, you definitely are. But that's a great, it's a, it's a calm that you seem to have, but that's great because then you can unleash it all on the ice. It, you're really focused and in the moment. I, I kind of let things roll off your back. I like that. That's a great attitude to have uh, when you do this for a living. Yeah, like you said, though, I've had guys tell me that I look like I'm going to fall asleep before a game, but then I get on ice and, like, I'm going crazy. You know, I'm flying around, I'm skating, I'm hitting, and that's yeah. pretty much how I am. You know, as soon as I get on ice, it's, like, it's a different me. You know, my my heart rate goes up. I'm sure. I'm on my adrenaline, even before the game. It's But, you know, as soon as the game ends, you know, I cool back down and, you yeah. know, go back to, you know, just being calm and <laughs> chilling. We're big fans of your game. Uh, we've been We've been trying to get you on Comets Insider for a while. Uh, the progression that you've made from the beginning of last year till right now, it just you just keep getting better and better and better. We wish you all the best. I want to be rooting for you in a Vancouver Canucks jersey really soon. That's your future for sure. So thanks for the time tonight. We appreciate you stopping down here and doing this with us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. Good luck, Jalen. Yeah, Jalen Chatfield here in Comets Insider on 94.9 K Rock. We will be back with the voice of the Utica Comets, Joe Roberts, and we'll get some of his thoughts on, unfortunately, two losses and one win. But we're going to win the next game, and Jalen's going to score. That's what we're doing next. Hang on. Utica. Let's do that hockey. Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. And now our Comets Insider Grind Line with Rain Man the Rocket, Scoop the Cement Head, and play-by-play voice, Joe Cujo Roberts. Cujo, I like that. 94.9 K-Rock, Utica Comets Insider, live from the 72 Tavern and Grill. I'm Rain, Scoop is here. And Jalen Chatfield is focused on hockey. Very focused. Very focused. And nothing else bothers him. 
He, he's got a laser beam focus yeah. on how he wants to improve his game. He's going to listen to the coaches. He doesn't read the blogs. So you folks in Vancouver listening right now who have been talking him up, he don't even have any sense of that at all. Really. I'm trying to pump him for information for everybody, trying to get a little bit more. We, I mean, we scratch the surface, but it's, it's hockey. It's, I do hockey. I care about that and other things in life. Eh, they are what they are. You can tell, though, how he listens to the coaches. Yeah. And he takes those little bits of information they give him to try and improve his game. And he is like a sponge. He's soaking yeah. it up and he's learning. He's getting better and better all the time. Without question, one of my favorite players on the ice. I enjoy watching him play, and I'm glad he's here for the time being. I don't know how Joe Roberts feels about that, but as you heard his introduction, he's on the line now. Just constantly impressed, Joe, with Jalen Chatfield. How about yourself? It's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, watching him play so far, and uh, he's a good skater. He plays physically, and uh, he's been paired up most of the season with Ole Uolavi, and in the process, uh, they've been kind of a yin and yang to each other. You know, Chetty's more of a defensive-minded defenseman, whereas uh, Ole has some more offensive tendencies and capabilities. So they've been a good partnership, and Chatfield, in, in my opinion, has been one of, if not the steadiest deep man that's been on the Comets roster this year. And I think that I, I think you could have said that for probably the last half of last year, at the very least, and he's just gotten better as, as his career has gone on, his professional career has gone on. Just, yeah, you just depend on him. It was weird to not see him in the lineup the other night. Uh, but overall, it was nice to wrap up the weekend with the win over Syracuse. As you know, the Planet Fitness Galaxy Cup is a big deal. It was the first of 12 games. Um, give us your impressions of that game. We listened to you on the radio, Joe, but we weren't there. Yeah, it was your first. So what'd you think? what do you think of... Uh, the, the broadcast area, even though they did a lot of renovations and it does look fantastic out there. Yeah, the building is, uh, it's really neat, you know, and I was talking a little bit to uh, to some people, I think it was Lucas Favala, who's the voice of the Syracuse Crunch, you know, it, it's so great when you see what, uh, what Utica's been able to do at the Autumn, what they've been able to do at their arena, you know, it, it's not like uh, building new arenas in every city is practical, right? So the fact that there's a willingness to uh, take some old bones and, and kind of modernize them is really exciting, and it shows that there's a long-term investment in the product, uh, whatever market you're in. So you always want to see that teams are, are investing in the future and investing in their success, and, and obviously that's something that Utica and Syracuse have in common. Uh, as far as the, the press and broadcast goes, Somebody uh, affectionately described it as a pigeon coop. Uh, it kind of felt like that sometimes, but, uh, you know, it was funny. I, it, it, was a, it was a pretty huge hockey game for it being game, what, eight of the regular season. Uh, and I was on the phone with my wife on, on the way back from Syracuse, and I said, man, you know, we were used to Kalamazoo and Toledo, and that one was feisty there in the ECHL. And I said, that makes Kalamazoo and Toledo look like a snooze fest. So, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch, a lot of fun to be a part of, and I'm excited for 11 more editions of, uh, of that matchup during the season. Joe, your impressions of that game against Syracuse, as compared to the two previous, I know as a fan, boy, it felt so good to get a win there after you know losing those two games. You called all three. What are your thoughts about getting back in the win column, and then what you know what you saw against Rochester, and what you saw Friday night against Cleveland? 
Well, I mean, if you look at the Rochester game, just consider that an anomaly. Let's face it, Rochester's good. They can score a lot of goals, and they will score a lot of goals this season. I think during the weekend they had three of the league's top four scorers on their roster, so they're good. But, you know, when I call it an anomaly, I I look at the fact that their power play went four for five. And, yeah, their power play is good, and and the Rochester power play carved up Syracuse too. But um, you got to take that with probably more than a grain of salt, probably talking about a fistful of salt when you look at numbers like that. And then Friday was, uh, you know, a tough pill to swallow. It was a late winner from from Cleveland. And uh, you know what? It it was a good hockey game, though. But to get back into the win column, as you said, on Saturday was obviously big for the confidence coming into what is, all things considered, a pretty light work week, right? Just two games this week. So, um, you know, it was was nice to pick up a victory. It was kind of a a wire-to-wire victory where it required – uh, moments from every level of the team, right? You, you needed the, the critical scoring from guys like Archibald, and then you needed big plays on the back end uh, from Diego and Uolavi and, and Cyphers, who even chipped in with a goal his first one in a year and a half, and then and then Ivan Kulbikov. Come on, he was unbelievable in that game. Joe Roberts, voice of the Utica Comets, joining us here on 94.9 K-Rock, live from the 72 Tavern and Grill. It is, of course, Utica Comets Insider, and we always like to catch up on Monday nights. Viega's back. I think that's big. I've noticed an energy uptick with him on the ice. I don't know, and I asked, we asked Jalen Chatfield about this. I don't know if it's just he shot out of a cannon. I don't know if he vocalizes things in the locker room or it's just a lead-by-example thing, but I felt the whole team kind of picked up some of that energy and played with a little bit more of it and obviously the Rochester game it was just a game they got outplayed but you saw that against Cleveland and that was definitely there against Syracuse well yeah you know I didn't I didn't have uh, you know much of a background obviously on Diego I just kind of heard it all secondhand they're like no wait till you see when he comes back they're like you think Archie's a big deal which he is right the mayor but they said Diego might come close to that. And so the ovation that he got when he was announced uh, was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, and, and then obviously with a young team, he provides a, a solid veteran presence. He has uh, 350 American Hockey League games under his belt. and uh, You know, he's approaching like 500 career pro games in total. So he knows what he's doing. He's been around the block. But as far as the skill set goes, my goodness, is he a good skater? Uh, and he can get the puck forward. And that's one of the great things about having a solid D-man who can either get the puck out with one pass or who can call his own number and skate it out of his own end and provide a little bit of relief. And that's something that Biega brings to the table. And, and I was, I mean, I was really impressed by his skating. And it's one of those things where you see a guy skate for the first time and you say, okay, it makes sense that he's been in the National Hockey League for the last couple seasons and not the American League. And, and that's certainly the case with him. The Troubles that we've had so far at home now granted it's not a lot of games yet but is it to your eyes is it the young guys trying to find their way find their place with this team make sure they're doing the right thing how much of it is that or how much of it is it that when you go on the road you've got this more regimented schedule to your day you've you've got more things team things when you're on the road that you're doing in general what are your thoughts on that joe I don't know. I'm just the radio guy. Um, but uh, truth, truth be told, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure if there is a rhyme or a reason. I'm not sure if that's something that is uh, possibly overrated as, as a theory in whole. I mean, home ice advantage is a real thing. Don't get me wrong. But also what comes with home ice advantage, what comes with 121 straight sellouts and the reputation of the Adirondack Bank Centers, 
probably a little bit more pressure than just being able to get away and just play a, a little more of a free-flowing, loosey-goosey game, uh, for example, like what you saw in Syracuse or what you saw in Toronto, where uh, kind of the bright lights of Utica died down a little bit, and, and, and there's less to consider when it comes to that. Um, you know, I, I, I really, when it boils down to it, I wouldn't look too much into it. I think the guys will find their stride here eventually. And you have to keep in mind, it's still very, very young and a very long season with uh, a roster that's carrying quite a few bodies right now. So you see some guys banged up. And so right now at the moment, it's good, but it also makes finding that rhythm a little more difficult. So I think it's just a, you know, a, a test of patience and it will be a product of patience as well. Joe Roberts, voice of the Utica Comets, online with us on the phone, 94.9 K-Rock. Scoop and rain here on Utica Comets and Satter, live from the 72 Tavern and Grill, courtesy of LeBat, Blue, Slocum, Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. So you see a lot of chatter and a lot of things online and social media, specifically, uh, let's look at Twitter right now. Your Twitter mentions are up, Joe. I have got to satisfy my need to let everybody know in Vancouver that chirps a little bit that Joe took a quick walk down the stairs and spoke to Oli Ulevi. Did I pronounce that right? That's a tough one. Well, well, you you know, I, you know, some people would say you did, but that's not how I would say it. So I, uh, I, <laughs> I had a chance to talk to Oli when he got to uh, when he got to Utica, and I said, "Hey, what's your name?" And he very quickly said it with his. Uh, it's certainly not. I, I almost just called it a Finnish twang, but it's a Finnish accent. Um, I think Twang is exclusive in the South, but he said uh, only Uolavi, and I and I looked at him. I said Uolavi, and he said yeah. And we kind of had a back and forth, and so uh, but don't worry, we will we will settle the whole thing with a video or something of the sort in the near future, and I will either be riding high or walking around with an egg on my face. So uh, you know what, I I don't mind throwing myself on the sword if that's the case. But it's been kind of fun and funny, and uh, you know what, ultimately it is what it is. So uh, if that's what they want to get up in arms about, that's okay by me uh you know if you're listening so it's uh my mom my dad and uh some people in vancouver so it's pretty exciting and for those that are wondering uh somebody behind the scenes at the radio station hooked joe up and he got his taste of home he's got his kirkland coffee and he's got a lot of it and i hope you enjoy that in the morning joe I am so looking forward to it. I can't wait. You guys over there at uh, at Galaxy at the K Rock Studios, you guys are second to none. An absolute privilege to work with you guys, and, and keep up the great work, please. Give me give me ten fifteen seconds, real quick. Anything you observed over the past few games we didn't cover that you want to let out there for the fans. Uh, you know what? I think you see uh, flashes of brilliance from this hockey team and individuals as well. So I think that, like I said, you know, if you just kind of have a little bit of patience, one of the constants in this league is is the changes and the turnover. And so uh, if you just stick with it and be patient, you're going to see a lot of great things from this hockey team as I've seen some flashes, and I can't wait to see them manifest themselves a little more. Could I just get a couple more seconds on Tanner Kiro? Yeah, yeah, Tanner Carroll is impressive. What vision he has on the ice. He's such a good puck distributor. I think it's seven assists or eight assists already on the season. And uh, there's a reason that uh, Vancouver brought him in. And, and he's a really quality, uh, reliable centerman who has the ability to set up goal scorers. I don't think Reed Boucher's doing what Reed Boucher's doing without having a guy like Carroll feeding him in the first place. 
Three guys have swatted a puck out of the air. I think they go to the batting cages. Joe Roberts, thanks for the time tonight. He is the voice of your Utica Comets. Every single game here on 94.9 K-Rock. You can find him on Twitter at Roberts on the Mic, and we'll be talking to him every Monday, and occasionally he'll even join us down here at the 72 Tavern. Scoop and I will be right back. We will wrap things up. We will talk a little bit more about our guest tonight, of course, Jalen Chatfield, and a few other thoughts on the Comets. That's next. Hang on. And now our Comets Insider Grind Line with Rain Man the Rocket and Scoop the Cement Head. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill just outside the Adirondack Bank Center. You're coming down to the game Wednesday night with Charlotte. Pop in here. Get yourself a beer. Get yourself some Riggies. Chicken sandwich. We saw some of that cable bacon come out here earlier. Which, with the sage, you which smell that? Absolutely uh, fantastic. Jalen Chatfield, great interview. Yeah. Glad we got a chance to spend some time talking to him. If you missed it, we're going to have this podcasted later. Of course, you can always listen Monday nights with the K Rock app or stream us at krock.com. Full podcast at KROC CNY on Facebook or Twitter. It's available on iTunes or Google Play if you happen to have the droid. And if when it gets shared all around social media, in case uh, Jalen Chatfield or his family are listening to this portion, Jalen was concerned that he, he didn't do well and didn't come across well. That was awesome. During our two segments interviewing him, but I thought he did a fantastic job. He, he's... It made, it made a good accounting of himself. Yeah, I, I thought he did fine. We were trying to get him to, to break out of his very chill demeanor, but that's who he is. And He's very focused on becoming a better hockey player, yep. which should make everybody in Vancouver very happy. He truly he, he seems like his energy gets released on the ice is the only way I can describe it. That's what I feel like he centers himself around, that when I'm playing hockey, that's when I come out of my shell. But otherwise, I'm just letting life happen. Well, I got a sense from him of his commitment to this. Absolutely. There's a lot of things as a young man, some of them wear skirts, some of them are are video games, any number of things that can distract you from the task at hand, if you know what I'm saying. And he is not distracted. He knows what he's trying to do, and... He knows that if, he, basically, you alluded to it, if he stays true to that Travis Green process, he's going to end up in the NHL, and he's probably going to play there for a while. He's definitely a, stand, I, a standout in the last season I think he's going to get a call up, and he's going to get up there at least at least a little bit. It's been great to see Biega back. It's fantastic to see that sellout streak happen. It was great to see Archie uh, this weekend break the yeah. franchise record with his what 68th goal. I think it was 67. He was tied with Alex Grenier. It was it was fun being the in-game host to get a chance to talk to Dave Andrews. He is the uh, president of the AHL during that game that broke the streak against I, Cleveland on Friday. I saw that Friday night. I loved it. And it was interesting to hear him say all those nice things about Utica and the fans here. And then, you know, how, how we hope to see some other town break this streak someday. But we ain't done yet, baby. We're going we're gonna to keep pushing those numbers higher. 21 sell, 121 sellouts and counting. President of Utica Comments, Robert Esch, is here tonight in the 72 Tavern and Grill. And during the commercial break, I walked over to say hello. First words out of his mouth were, it was funny when you asked Dave Andrews if uh, he thought that the streak would ever be broken. And he was like, 
well, yeah, it's really good for business, and I'm the president of the AHL, so I would like that streak to be broken, meaning people continuously are buying tickets in all of the cities that host an AHL team. Uh, that was a fun thing to do, for sure, and to talk to Alex Biega during intermission report. It, it's just been a fun season so far, and I just think it's going to get better. This is coming together, as Joe Roberts alluded well, to. I really think the fans got a chance to show some appreciation to Alex Biega as well. When you did that interview, in addition to you know his first skating out there on the ice but it, it was a great night i just wish we could have got the win on friday it was and you know the, then rochester i'm trying to you know block that out it's like a traumatic experience i'm trying to pretend it didn't happen well we'll, <laughs> ca- we'll, we'll call that with joe roberts the voice of the comments did an anomaly but to your to your point on alex biega it's funny from the vantage point that i have when i'm doing the intermission reports during the games down in the tunnel by the locker room it's it's hard to hear so i have i have there's a cameraman and different people cueing me when it when it's our time to go but i did a a brief pause when alex joined me and, and you know the camera the mic went hot and the camera went on on the screens and i said let's just take a moment here for everybody to give him a round of applause and it was audible to say the least we could really hear that love coming back for alex biega i know he wants to be in vancouver but the fan base here really doesn't mind him playing hockey at the And odd. he looks so good out there with, with our team. Uh, he, he gives him an extra jump out there. He's a, he's a big help. Glad he's here. If you're just joining us, keep your eyes out for the podcast. Once again, at K-Rock CNY on Facebook and Twitter. We'll make sure we get that out there in our personal accounts at Scoop16, at K-Rock Rain, and all other places that you might pay attention. Utica Comments Insider from the 72 Tavern and Grill. Every Monday, 7 to 8. Thanks to Jalen Chatfield. Thanks to Joe Roberts. Thanks to Labat Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. This is 94.9 K-Rock. Go Comets!